Welcome to episode two of the Iron Man Talk Epic Camp Reports, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Righto, guys, so we're along to episode number two of the Epic Camp Reports, 2008. Coach John Newsom, Bevan James Oles, how you going, mate? Good, yeah. You're sounding quite so chipper there today. I'm not. I'm actually feeling pretty good, considering. <laughs> but wait a second, when you keep talking for two seconds, and I'm going to find a piece of paper for all the sponsors. Oh, I can go. I can roll them off the top okay, of my head. I've got the piece of paper, and here we go. Oomph Sports. Oomph Sports for all your sporting clothing needs. Fuel belt. <laughs> He's trying to look at the oh, piece of no, paper. I've got off the top of my head, fuel belt. Fuel belt. What, how would, what would you say about those guys? For your all your water carrying needs, okay, or nutrition carrying needs, yes, yes, yeah, very good. What else, John? Head. What's that? Head cycles. <laughs> oh, okay. Looking after all our wheels. Mm, and Melina our rides bikes. the head, doesn't he? He does. I noticed Albert had the old head arrow bars on. Yeah, mm, yeah, very nice. Blue seventy. Oh, good times. Bevan's loving his blue seventy socks. Actually, I'm. I'm you've been giving them to you. I didn't. Know. <laughs> didn't I give them to you this morning? You gave me some socks. Oh, no, I didn't, maybe I didn't give you... No, no I didn't give you... No, I'll give you no. those uh, when so we get to It's a lie, like, but I'm sure I would love them when yes. I get them. Yeah. High five. <laughs> One, two, three, four, high five. five. The world's best sporting nutrition. Gels were going down. Quite one more, nice. one more. I, I hit the raspberry and caffeinated they're gels They're gold, today. those ones, aren't they? I hadn't tried them before. They thought, fire you up. Yeah, I was pretty pretty keen on those. So, uh, what's this one? Oh, don't do this to me. I'm, Come on, mate. It's a, a sponsor of our, no, our show normally. State. I had a drink of it today. Coffees of Hawaii. I had the macadamia nut. Macadamia oh, nut. Or a caramel macadamia. I don't know what it was. Vanilla macadamia. Oh, that was sensational. Scott, Scott lying. He's asleep on the pier. Having a little <laughs> sleep. <laughs> Good times. So day two, big day. Tell us what happened, John. We opened up with a three-count <coughs> swim. So mm-hmm. it was 2,400 metres of choice swimming, and then we ripped a 400 IM. Ripped a 400 IM, and the highlight of the IM, I wasn't actually there to see it, but uh, it was old uh, Paul. No, I thought I, I didn't see because I was swimming when he was uh, when he was in there. But I thought the highlight was John Drury. He was uh, his butterfly was was looking. Oh no, did you see not Paul? Apparently, no. Paul was a one arm butterfly. I mean, uh, different arms. Uh, and apparently, it was so beautiful. But the more amazing thing was that his breaststroke was even worse. Oh dear. Yeah. So. But the bad, the bad news from the pool is both the Ironman Talk boys got time infringement. Oh, did you get one as well? Yeah. What'd you do? I had a false start. He held us for too long. Uh, I was leaning forward. All leaning I'm hearing forward. is excuses. He didn't say go. I thought, I'm going. And, uh, and I had to slap a time infringement penalty on Bevan, who doesn't know that you can't do freestyle when you do breaststroke. There's three strokes of freestyle coming in, then tumbles when he's doing breaststroke. Hey. Lucky. I'm a triathlete. I'm a one-stroke man. Yucky, you got any points there at all? <laughs> and anyway, the uh, the IM was taken out by Monsieur Molino in first. Uh, the Albanator was oh, really? second. Where, what have you come? I was third. Oh. Does it make even, you lose? Even with my one-second penalty, I got a two-second penalty. Yeah, but mine was was not as bad an infringement as yours. Who decided this? Well, it was decided. By the, <laughs> you decided. Keepers. I'm not happy. And I was quite happy. I took Gordo down by a second. Good times. Mm. Um, and then a few of the wise ones went for a run before the bike ride, just yeah. because I was one of them. Mm-hmm. It was fine. when we got in from the ride. I was bloody glad so, I ran. Tactics optional. So you have to do a 50 minute run every day. So we did that, and then we got on the ride, and we rode to Tikipo, which ended up being a 240k ride. Mm. Tell us a bit about that. We had a nice brisk tailwind mm. for the first. 
150. Like 150 or yeah. so. So we were humping, humping along. <laughs> humping along. We were going along quite nicely with uh, the boys on the front pulling along around about 40, 45 kilometres an hour most on, on a lot of the flat stretches. So yep. made pretty good time, but we certainly needed it because from the 150 kilometre mark, it got significantly harder, and yeah. we had 90 k's of hills. Within that, they had the two KOMs, so mm-hmm. it was pretty interesting. And the last, well, I don't know, about so hour and a half to two hours of the ride was into a howling yeah. headwind. So much so, we're on the flat, and at times you're doing like 11 to 15 k's an hour. Yeah, just it was, uh, it was pretty it. miserable, but I, but I think it was fair enough. I mean, we had so much tailwind. To yeah, make it, it was make it just a, you yeah. know, this this is the biggest day of the camp, so I thought it was uh, suitably fitting. KOM, um, I did manage to take both of them out. Paul Westwood pushed me bloody hard in the first one. It was actually really funny because Gordo just took off. You know, yeah. we had like I think we had how many k's? It was about forty k's, was it? Yeah, yeah, forty yeah. k's from lunch through to the KOM to a next to a Twizer, was it? No, fairly to fairly, and uh, so Gordo just takes off and he gets a big gap on us and then Paul and I are like oh let's try to chase him down <laughs> and we got him with 2k to go <laughs> and when we got him he popped he wasn't too happy him straight away yeah and I managed to get rid of Paul pretty because he started talking to Gordo and as he talked I attacked him <laughs> and that was pretty good and then the second KOM we rode for about 20k's into a place called Burke's Pass yeah and uh, that was hard did you climb up there yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, so I was saying it's quite a tricky climb Gordo's saying oh it's just a bump man it's just a bump <laughs> just a bump I was like mate that is not a bump <laughs> it was a tough climb it was a yeah. tough climb because hey it's, it's it's just up the whole time there's no really yeah. kind of easy bit but the wind was just howling into yeah. you and at times funneling down yeah I, I was i just didn't even feel like i was moving it was just ridiculous um and then that was good and everyone just pretty much cruised home <laughs> cruised into that headwind <laughs> yeah it, it was uh today there was carnage it was carnage. finish up yeah. so it was carnage yeah and then I, I got off the bike actually and i had a, a zombie-a-thon with albert <laughs> oh did just just move. <laughs> Albert was in serious zombie mode. It was quite entertaining. <laughs> we were running pretty slowly. There's an 8K minimum. You've got to run 50 minutes, um, but there's an absolute minimum distance you've got to do is 8 kilometres. I think we were pretty close to 8 kilometres. We it was 8.1. It was a zombie thon <laughs> Albert, I'm, I'm quite concerned because I'm sharing a room with Albert tonight. <laughs> Honestly, I just had to run away from him. It was the smells that were coming out of my Oh, it was chronic. Too much coffee, that's what he's been having. Too much coffee. So uh, who are we going to give the Ironman talk performance of the day to? Well, I was either going to... I was just thinking John Drury, but if you think Paul Westwood's butterfly oh, is more... I, I, apparently the whole pool were just in <laughs> tears of laughter. Okay. So I think, I think he definitely we'll give gets it, it. We'll give it to Paul. So we've got to make sure that Rob, who had it today, uh, gives it a wash and we can get it on to him tomorrow. So on a personal front, uh, your day? I was pretty controlled. I didn't get uh, didn't get caught up in the the KOMs or too much of the hammering today. I was pretty conservative. Yep. So uh, yeah, I didn't feel too bad. I mean, I'm I'm really tired now, but um, you know, I, I was pretty pretty pleased with my day. Mm-hmm. I was a bit, a bit disappointed with my 400 IM. I thought I'd go a bit quicker, but we were the last heat and we'd been sitting around for about I don't know, good, good 30 I'm minutes as excuses. <laughs> and uh, so I was a bit disappointed with that, but uh, but overall not too bad. And I'm I'm quite looking forward to tomorrow night's aquathon. Not really. I was actually, I was glad we did the IM because I did the first lap of the 25 of the um, fly and I looked up and Mark Priest first is right next to me and he's a gun in the water. Yeah. And then by the third lap I was, I was groveling. I was, I was about drowned at one stage but it was a good kind of reality check for me going for the rest of the day because it was like you're not as fit as last year so just, you know, be really wise in your racing today. And so for the first 150 I pretty much just sat in a pack. Oh, well, there was a bit of an attack leading into lunch and I chased yeah. down and Scott 
Brandon and Mark got away and uh, Scott Gordo and I chased them down and we weren't able to catch them. Well, there was a one-way bridge and we managed to catch them, but it's kind of cheating. But then, uh, so I saved myself for the KOMs and I, I was actually surprised with how I rode it well I rode today. I wasn't expecting to be able to do the 240 at that intensity. It's a new bike, mate. I tell you That's what, all it is. It's nothing to do with your bloody fitness. Oh, it's thanks, a new mate. bike. <laughs> <laughs> Gen- the power of the genius. We've mm. got to get a photo. We're supposed to get a photo today. We'll put that up on the Epic Camp site with the, the Team Genius. Boys. That's right. That's right. Because you were in your top today too, weren't you? Yeah, I was. We were looking like a team. And make sure you get the right shorts when they come out of the wash. I don't want your manky shorts. Well, because they're in the wash. <laughs> Actually, the washing team needs to sharpen up a little bit because yeah. that was like two days ago. Oh, um, they're on it now. The washing machine's going full time. Okay, so what's happening tomorrow, mate? Tomorrow is going to be uh, an interesting day. That wind looks like it's dropped down quite a bit now. So the, the first couple of hours, well, the first 100k of tomorrow is, is not massively hard, but it is challenging. There's some quite a bit of climbing in there, but quite a bit of downhill as well. But once we get to about halfway from tomorrow's ride, it's relatively easy, providing the wind. Okay. Is, is kind on us. We've got, got a lot of downhill. It's only 165? I thought it was going to be. No, it's 200. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 200 kilometres tomorrow. And we then uh, have an Aquathon, which is an official event down in Wanaka. There's one KOM within that. And then yep, Pass, one, which one is a KOM. Yep. yep. Uh, so the Aquathon is a super points race. And people have got to tack on a little bit to get their swim distance and tack on a little bit to get their run distance as well. So. Can you swim in the lake? You can. So how can you justify the time? Do you just kind of base it on time? We're going we're gonna to set a time. Okay. Yeah, um, well, Bevan and I are belching away here. It was a good dinner tonight, eh? That yeah, pasta, it's mate. always good dinner. Loving that pasta. Did you try a bit of that tuna? The, the rice no, I don't like tuna. tuna. Oh, that was, my, was, was, my, that was my creation. Oh, really? Yeah. Mate, you should be running cookbooks. I should, I should be. <laughs> cookbooks. So that's going to be the topic of the week. When we come back, we've got questions sent in. I vetoed that one, didn't oh, I? Oh, mate, it's going to come in at some stage. <laughs> okay, guys, so that's pretty much day two underway, done and dusted, and uh, we'll get back to you tomorrow with the next report. I've got a couple of interviews coming up. I've got Toby Radcliffe. I'm going to be interviewing... Um, Thank you, Tara Norton. Okay, mm. good. Mm. And uh, maybe if I can whip someone else in. So she is hammering everybody. Mate. She she dropped Gordo on the climb today. <laughs> <laughs> she was riding up the second climb, which was a really tough one. Gordo is sitting on a wheel, and she and he, I think he thinks well, he's going to pop her at the end, and she dropped him. I experienced it yesterday, but I mean, I managed to get away. She's maybe a strong she's, rider, eh? Yeah. So Ooh, look out for her this year. Got the hammer time happening. So uh, here's Toby Clarecliff coming up. So last year you may remember that we had the Toby Radcliffe. Do we have a nickname for you? No. Tobinator. But then it's kind of like the Albinator, isn't it? So it's kind of like everyone's the Inator, the Markinator. Um, the Urinator. <laughs> the Urinator. Um, so so uh, Toby's back on the camp this year. And, and before we actually talk about today, or this week's camp, um, did the camp last year. What did you think of it? leaving the camp, post-camp? What did you think of the results? And the, You're obviously back, so you must have thought it did something. But what do you think? Uh, I thought it was a really good opportunity to do a, like mileage that I'd never do on my own. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I was I was pretty wasted for a week or two after the camp. Yeah, um, but then 
it all settled back into normal and probably about I don't know six weeks two months later yeah I was I was a lot you know, it, was, it was just noticeably different to how I was going into the camp yeah and uh, I had a really good uh, apart from one race I had a really good season so really and you put uh, it into epic in a lot of ways yeah I mean I think it certainly changed because it was the first one done epic I think it changed the way I thought about um, the amount of training I could do and how to structure training and how to just basically back it up and so and, so what uh, way what, like okay so the amount of training just made you realize you could do that kind of volume yeah yeah I, i'd never thought that i could do 55 hours of training a week yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know a 27 hour week was was big for me yeah before i came to epic and and now it's, and so how did it change the way you structured the things you did um well i wasn't when i after epic it was uh you know there, there were no excuses about having two hard days back to back okay um certainly the the lot more hard days in the week yep um yeah it wasn't kind of doing a couple of hours you know, or maybe an hour here an hour there and thinking that was a training day done yeah yeah, yeah it was it was a lot easier just to push on through and keep going and knowing that the next day wouldn't be yeah, wouldn't be that bad so coming into the race you know you how many did you do last year you had quite a good season didn't you uh, i i did th- well i tried to do three ironman yeah and coming into a race the epic experience how does it help you race day um I don't know. I mean, there's kind of the thing that you know you can do the distance, but I, I don't think it helps so much on race day. Yep. Um, I think it just helps knowing that you've done the preparation. Yep. And the being able to do the preparation. Okay. So I think the fact that you've done Epic means that you, you know, you've got the, the confidence to train how you want to train, but yep. um, yeah, I'm not sure if that helps racing. So what was your PB last year? What did you end up doing? Um, I did a DNF at Australia. Yep. Uh, 9.16 at Austria, which was a bit disappointing on the run. Oh, really? That was a bit slack, yeah. yeah. And then a 9... Slack or blue? Um, just just a bit sluggish. Oh, really? uh, the ride wasn't cracking, and then I just kind of just didn't couldn't go quickly yeah. <laughs> on the ride. Yeah, it was just a bit of a plod. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then I did UK and did uh, nine fifteen. So it was nice. I came fifteenth overall. So I was quite happy. Oh, wow. And so where we're to mm. with racing this year? What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to go back to Australia. Yep, <laughs> which is quite soon. Yeah, because I want to finish that. That's about must be seven or eight weeks. Yeah, it'll be away. seven, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is good. I think New Zealand for me would be a bit close. Yep. So I was I was quite happy to go back to Sydney because I've got friends up there and stuff, and it's mm. a beautiful course and yep. great great town. So yep. that, that's good. Um, then I've, I've signed up for Coeur d'Alene. Oh, cool. That's a bit of the random race because I have no idea really apart from it's pretty. <laughs> and doing American race would be cool as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, then I'll do UK again. Yep. Um, and probably do Florida at the end of the year. So you're racing as a pro now? Yes. Is this your first season or did you race some pros? No, this is going to be my first race as a pro will be Australia. Oh, good stuff. And, and the goal ultimately if you get to the end of the season, ultimately what's the goal? Um, I want to definitely go sub nine. Okay. Uh, hopefully, two of the races. Yep. Um, a top ten is possible at a couple. Well, of if you go sub nine, you could probably. Yeah, it depends on the race. The race sub yeah. nine at Florida mm-hmm. isn't going to get you a top ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's like fifty of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's just uh, just one year at a time. Okay, so we're into day two of Epic Camp. Um, pretty big day today. Uh, what do you think of today? Uh, I think <laughs> the first half of it was was flat and quick, and somebody I think Clive was on the front just yeah. smacked it. He does. That. He just sits at the front. So we did. He he like pulled for a hundred k, and we were averaging like forty k an hour. Or something ridiculous. <laughs> that was uh, that was quite entertaining. But luckily we had a tailwind, I guess. That made yeah. it easier. Then yeah. someone else was it you at the front for the next fifty k? No, know. it wasn't me. No, I didn't do much time in the front for hundred fifty. I told El Campo and Mark took off, and then I kind of chased mm. him, but. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Del Campo took it out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, he paid for that on the first hill. <laughs> right. But um, yeah. So after we did 150 of flat and fast, then we went into 
a time trial to get to the first hill, I guess. Because yeah. yeah. you know, we were cracking a lot. I remember looking at the clock, the odometer and thinking, oh, it's 180k. Yeah. Why am I still going really quickly? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then we went up a few hills. Then we had another break. And then we, then the last part was just insane. Yeah. You know, we just turned into that headwind. And we were, I, was, I was spanked already. I was knackered. Yep. And we just ended up like cr- crawling along. At some point, like we were going 15, 20 yeah. an yeah. And I was on the flat too, wasn't yeah. it? it was, yeah. 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 Like John goes, yeah, there's a descent around here. It's like, uh, are we going downhill? I, I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> so um so you're saying coming into the camp you're a bit sick um 12 days off yeah yeah so was it what's it like you know because obviously you didn't uh, maybe base training to kind of feel like you're really good and then 12 days before the camp you can't do anything yeah what was it like mentally uh the first few days i was just i couldn't even walk 10 meters without like getting massive cramps everywhere it's just oh, really? uh, some horrible virus i don't know wow. what it was and um yeah, so I took 12 days completely off. First couple of days, I was kind of climbing the walls. Yeah. Uh, then you kind of settle into the routine of daytime TV. <laughs> 24 came out, season six, so that happened. And uh, my mum came down to look after me, so I just got fed. I literally put on about three and a half kilos in 12 oh, days. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I was Which is fed. probably a bad thing coming into the camp, eh? No, I, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. It was all right. Yeah. Because um, yeah, the week before, I literally I got on the plane on the weekend before Epic started, yep. and I wasn't sure if I was actually going to be well enough yep, to do it. Yeah, and luckily I got into Melbourne and um, I went for a two k swim on Monday. This yep. was last week, uh, and had to get out at that point. That, that really? was that was it. Not yeah, good. it wasn't too hot. But then Tuesday got a bit easier. I did a twenty minute run, did the three k pool, and then it gradually. So basically, I've done sixty five k on the bike in the last three weeks. Wow! And um, so were you stressed? You know, like the you know, like coming into the camp. I mean, done that much volume. Were you stressing big time? It was going to be interesting. I, I knew I was like before I got laid up. I was I was definitely fit. You know, I yeah. had a really consistent block of about twelve weeks where it was yeah, you know, it was all going really well. Um, unfortunately, I'd done, then gone back to London and got on the public transport and just picked something up. So uh. that wasn't good. Um, so I knew I was fit, but my conditioning had gone completely. So I'm a bit saddle sore. Yep. So I'd gone a bit soft. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, I mean, as I kind of mentally, as long as I knew I could get through three k and do a run, yep. then I figured, well, we'll see what, what happens on Sit the bike. The and it was either going to be I, the fitness come, the condition comes back, yep. or I was going to be blown out of the back on day two and hospitalised. Yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't know, but I, I think after today, I'm quite happy. I was noticing this morning on the IM, you're, you're pretty sharp, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I promised myself after last year I was going to practice butterfly. Oh, really? Did I? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I put that down to I did a, a camp with Steve True in in Italy. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> me and this girl Laura, we, I made her make me do two lengths of butterfly at the end of every session. Oh, really? And, th- and that's all I did. Uh, but my breaststroke is still appalling. If you saw that. No, I didn't see that actually. I can't. My legs don't know what to do. Oh no, I can't do the legs either. Uh, yeah, you were doing some weird butterfly kick. Yeah. You weren't even doing freestyle. I, I can't kit. do the leg, and the thing is, is that when I try, I tend to go backwards. <laughs> so I just, I just kind of do this kind of dolphin frog kick type of thing. Oh, yeah. It was good effort though. Do you see? I mean, some people were like horizontal. I missed. Uh, I missed um, Paul. Apparently, you, oh, you would have missed him too. Well, one thing that um, Toby and I did, we were actually quite wise, being the wise men that we are, is uh, we, we got we swam quite early. We were swam at six this morning, and then uh, we jumped in out of the water and you could do IM and we got it out of the way quite early uh, and uh, so we actually went and did our run in the morning which is quite good because guys are out there running right now and after a 240k ride which is yeah, at times pretty tough it was quite nice not to have to run when you got back eh? it's beautiful mm. I guess the one thing
thing more. Toby and I were getting pretty deep on the bikers. Well, we're pretty deep guys, aren't we, mate? And uh, you know, you, you were quite a career-focused man. And one thing I noticed that a lot of guys in our sport, you know, they kind of choose to be lifestyle warriors in a way. You know, they kind of choose to live the dream more. And, and it's a term that we seem to hear a lot on this camp: living the dream. You know, um, tell us about that for you. Um, Your history, first of all. You come what from? I did um, like natural sciences at uni. Yep. Um, then I did a master in sustainable development. Yep. Uh, and I've done another master's since in financial economics. Okay. So just because uh, it was, um, it's, it's <laughs> sustainable development is all like very holistic. Yeah. So um, you I, need to make some money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I did um, like five years. One of the jobs I've had was five years in a commodity house. Yeah. Um, and that just I couldn't cope with the working in an office like yep. eight till six. So was it hard called to pull away? Was it what hard called to pull away from? You know, stable income career. You know the dream of you know the Joneses. To, yeah. You know to become an Iron Man where you know there's no money in it. And yeah. Well, so I was quite um I was quite miserable at work for a, for a couple. Of, I must have been awful to work with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I think I guess that's why training ramped up because to try and uh, balance it out. Yep. Um. But the the day I guess I knew I had to leave was when they could have offered me any pay rise and I don't think I would have stayed. Wow. So it was, it was time to get out. And so that transition from becoming you know a full time employed type of person. To being, you know, full time athlete, I suppose. What was that like? Um, I cushioned it by. I thought about doing a PhD for a while, yep. so I'd have um, something else to focus on after yep. the masters finished, um, but still a bit more time to train. Yep. And um, I thought about that for quite a while, but then I, I guess I realised that it w- was actually going to be quite a drain on time. Yeah, yeah, PhD. And I can still do the PhD, you know, when I'm sixty. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I figured. What else could I do? And I can do a freelance consulting in, in kind of sustainable development and business and yep. stuff. So um, I kind of looked into that and uh, got a few contacts. Now, to be honest, mate, your website's been, you've got a website or a blog. I'm not sure how I've updated you, but you have been one of our websites of the week on the show. Yeah. You want to tell us a bit about that? Um, do you do much? Do you write on it much? Not at all. I started out with very good intentions. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of time, eh? It takes a lot of time to do that. So, so at the moment, I just if I see something interesting, I, I end up posting it. I haven't okay. done any kind of. So you don't really put content on yourself. You yeah. I, I wanted to do, initially. I wanted to do things like that. I was kind of going through. Like um, I remember being in Oz last year and uh, trying to decide on what kind of fish I wanted to eat because I ate. I, you know, I eat loads of fish, yeah. and then you've got um, issues of, of sustainability of fish stocks, that kind yeah. of stuff. So going to the supermarket and looking for, you know, no more tuna steak. Yeah. I love tuna steak. Moral <laughs> 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 dilemma. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was like how to how to know which types of fish you can and can't buy at the, yeah. at the supermarket, that kind of stuff. So, so okay, I so want to put that kind of thing on there. So for the triathlete, you know, like I, I did read your blog post at some stage. What, what are some things, some tips on training and stuff like that that you believe we should kind of be conscious of? Oh, interesting. I, one of the things I was thinking about was lycra. Yep. And how, because that's, um, that's basically made from um, lots of man-made materials and crude. Yep. And is there an alternative? And a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people suggest organic cotton. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not running organic. <laughs> You've got to be joking. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, someone has suggested a couple of materials out there, but I, I haven't looked into it, so I don't know yet. So, yep. um, yeah, the lycra is going to stay for a while, yep. unfortunately. But, I mean, as far as the triathlete lifestyle goes, I mean, that... If you, I mean, I, I don't drive, so I cycle everywhere. Yep, yep. Or get public transport. Same, so yeah, that's, like that same, yeah. That's just, uh, that's brilliant straight off. Yep. Um, the downside is one of my big things is uh, is air tra- travel. Yeah. So I have to offset all of my um. Oh, do you do miles. that, do you? Yeah. What does that cost you? Um, it depends if you, if you fly as much as I've been doing the last couple of years. Really, yeah. It, you can normally cover, I covered my, like, some long hauls last year for about 50 pounds. Okay. 
this year it's going to be a bit more, but yeah. then I'm, I'm actually doing it not by um, offsetting with, with planting in the tropics, yeah. uh, which some companies do, but actually by invest, investing in uh, renewable technologies. Okay, so to go into development. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's just a different way of doing the same thing. Okay. Anything else? Um, yeah, be careful what you eat. Like, I mean, athletes should eat organic food and you know healthy produce but if you're going shopping at the supermarket then local stuff is good yeah if you can shop in a local like farmer's market yep. that kind of stuff it's a bit more expensive but yep. that's even better really? because it's all locally grown yep. um and so, it isn't to be traveled to yeah it, it avoids food miles so instead yep. of like you know I, I could fly to, to south america but if my food's come the other way yeah that's quite annoying as well yeah 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 <laughs> um so yeah getting seasonal produce that kind of thing okay it's quite good nice Nice, that's an interesting topic, isn't it? Um, okay, the rest of the week, mate, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? Hey, what's your strategy for the camp? Last year last year on the camp, they were Toby Nader, that's the name I, I said before, started off kind of quite calmly, and towards the end of the camp, he, he was kind of fired up because he was doing all right. And I think he got the glint of the yellow in his eyes. What, you know, how are you feeling about what's your strategy for the rest of the camp? Um, I, I'm hoping Tara wins that yellow jersey. You are? Yeah, yeah. I'm you know what, she's got a good shot, hasn't she? I think she has. Yeah, yeah. Well, she nailed Gorda on those climbs today. Oh, yeah, and that second one, she nailed him. And he sat on her and he, she still popped him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just want to get through. I'm still seeing if, if you know, day by day if conditioning comes back. So yeah. um, I don't want to do anything really stupid and blow yeah. my season. I mean, from you know, experience, guys last mm. year did do that. Yeah. Um, I, I back like the first day. I... In the back of my mind, I'd done the run in the morning. Yep. I was heading back to the swim after the 180 finish yep. and going to do 3K in the pool. Oh, were you? I was going to. And then yeah, I just got home and so. it was like, I just had cramp in my butt like yep. you would not believe. Yep. <laughs> it was like, so. it was like, time out. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Give me a baseball. I didn't work out my butt. <laughs> so, you, so it's really about doing the things every day. And- yeah, seeing how it goes. I'm hoping that, you know, uh, I'll feel physically better yep. before I start feeling absolutely knackered yep. but it might not happen I might just be and you might not feel there's a fix to after the camp yeah choice pro well uh, thanks for your time mate and uh, we may catch up with you before the end of the camp and if not kick ass in Australia we'll be looking out for you you know mentioning you on the show you're a superstar that's what you are right mate thanks for your time thank you so next to me right now I have the lovely Tara Norton nice. who is uh, where are you from I'm from Toronto Canada Toronto Canada <laughs> and she's a pro woman triathlete she's uh, been Pro for four years? Yes. And how long were you racing before you were a pro? About three years. Because what made you decide? You just got to a level or? I just got to the point where I thought, hmm, I wonder how far I can go with this and yep. decided to make the make the big move. So you, you do the part-time pro thing or do you actually full-time pro? I do still work part-time as a massage therapist and uh, I've also started coaching that's always trying to shut the door. It's like, there we go. <laughs> so we're so professional on the show. Is this so you started coaching as well? Yes, which is really, really exciting. New endeavor. And it's great because when I travel to do my races, I can do some coaching at the same time. So you headed to Hawaii this year. Was Tell me about your Hawaii this year. Uh, this year in Hawaii, I came 12th overall. Wow. <clears throat> it was a good result, definitely, for me. Step in the right direction. Uh, my time was 9.41. And my ultimate goal was top 10. Just shy of that in 12th place. Yeah. So the goal was to get there this year, obviously? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, Epic camp. So, you know, uh, I think we've had some females on it in the past, but it's generally a bit of a male-dominated thing. What made you decide to want to do this? 
my coach is Scott Molina. Who's lying he's, asleep in the beach. He's faster. <laughs> he occasionally puts a smile out. <laughs> so uh, I've definitely been following along uh, the Epic Camp uh, website over the last few years. Yep. And so it's something that I've always wanted to do. And certainly having Scott as a coach is another incentive. Yep. I met Scott a couple of years in person in Kona, but... You know, he lives in New Zealand, I live in Toronto, so the coaching is pretty much all online. So this was also an opportunity to come and ask a million have questions some one-on-one. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, what are you hoping to get from the camp? You know, because you're a pro, you, you've obviously trained really hard for a long time. You've probably done similar, maybe not quite epic, but you've probably done similar type of training. What, what do you hope, you know, what's, what's the objective? Similar, but definitely not the same. <laughs> it's uh, beyond anything I've done before, and this is only day two. Yep. Um, I'm definitely hoping to gain some uh, physical strength. But I'm also hoping to gain a whole bunch of mental strength. Really? And uh, I think that after this camp, probably Ironman, while it'll always be tough, will hopefully not seem quite as tough. Yeah, It's funny because, to be honest, I think you're the talk of the camp because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think mental strength is the, the thing that we would consider a weakness in you. you. You seem to be bloody tough. Well, I'm trying to hold my own. Well, you're definitely I'm working are. hard. Yeah, you're definitely out there. But it's a lot of fun. Tell us about the second hill climb today with Gordo. He said be humble about it, but I want, I want the truth. Tell us about it. <laughs> well, today... Uh, Gordo had a bit of a rough day today, didn't he? <laughs> uh, today was a KOM, and, uh, well, there were two KOMs, King of the Mountain, and on the second one, it was extremely windy, windy, mm. windy, windy, mm. heading up that mountain. And uh, so Gordo was uh, definitely on my wheel for about 2K, and, uh, and I just knew I was just waiting. He was waiting for yeah. that sprint finish, and, uh, and I took him. <laughs> so, so in a race, your strengths, your weaknesses? Well, the bike is definitely my strength. Yeah. Uh, and then I would say the swim and the run is slowly improving. But okay. the run is definitely where I can improve the most. And so do you think Epic Camp will give you a bit of cycling base so that you can run stronger off the bike? Hopefully. Yeah. 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 And for me, I, I think I'm learning how to push my limits on the run. It's easy for me to go into that, that unknown or push harder yeah. on the swim and the bike. Mm. And I, I, for some reason, <clears throat> it's taking me a little longer to get there with the run. What's your background before triathlon? When I was 11 and 12, I swam, so okay. I do have a swimming background as a kid, yeah. and when I was at university, rowing was my sport. Oh, as I was saying, you got the meanest arms on the camp. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't even know Tori that well then, and I was like, man, you've got the meanest arms on the camp, and yeah, she's <laughs> dominating the dojo in many ways. Um, okay, so what's, your, what's happening with you this year? Uh, hopefully a whole bunch of racing. That's one of the things that Scott's got me doing is more racing. Yep. Um, so <laughs> believe it or not, I'm doing G-Long 70.3 a week after this camp. Wow. Which is... Um, As you do. <laughs> yeah. going to be interesting. I figure it can go either way. I'll have no expectations and yep. I'll just have to go and either I'll have a really good day or maybe not so good, but yep. I'll go for it. Um, but my first Ironman will be Arizona. Yep. Uh, second... Lanzarote, yeah. that's my favorite race, and then uh, probably Switzerland and Hawaii, so a lot of Ironman this year. Yeah, now, we're on the bike, I was talking to Tara today and talking about how she's so hardcore, because she was the one, when we mentioned on the show a while ago, how in a race she dislocated her shoulder, <laughs> and it was in Lanzarote, wasn't it? Lanzarote, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you dislocated your shoulder, and you kept on going. Tell us, tell us the experience. Uh, yeah, I was kicked about 400 meters into the you know, 4K swim, and uh, I tried twice to get it back in, and it didn't work. Just so you stopped? 
And you're, oh, yeah. you're oh, just yeah. kicking there and, and you're trying to pull your shoulder back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so third try, I got it back in. I just heard it go pop. And so I figured, well, so might as well keep swimming. For the rest of the swim, did it hurt? Yeah, it hurt. But, you know, I have to say adrenaline, race adrenaline is a great drug because yeah. I'm not quite sure how I finished the swim, but I did. Wow. Yeah. But did it ruin the rest of your day? Like, did you still pull off a good day? I, I still had a great day. I then went on a mission on the bike did you because <laughs> i was like, so cool, far yeah. back yeah um so i did come into transition about 50 seconds behind first place yep and uh, unfortunately on the run i also had some major digestive issues so six porta potty stops later oh, really? uh, i lost my chance at first place what's your best result uh well my best result in kona is the 941 yep. 12th place and, and, and uh, general i'm in Lanzarote, I've come second. Okay. Uh, but my PB time is Austria, which was 9.32. Wow, that's pretty quick. It's a good course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. you're quick. Yeah. You're no <laughs> um, okay, well, thanks for your time. Good luck for the rest of the camp. Oh, so what do you feel about the camp for the rest of the camp going? You know, look, we've got we had two pretty big days, haven't we? And, I, uh, I did look at the schedule for tomorrow and saw like 200 more K in my... Yeah, my uh, my butt sore. Yeah, <laughs> but it's gonna be great. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can complete all the workouts. That's my goal. Did you do much training coming into the camp before the camp, or did you just kind of do your normal thing? And I did. Well, coming from Toronto is a little difficult. I didn't do any outdoor cycling, but oh, wow. I did manage to uh, slug through two five-hour trainer rides. Wow. Yeah. So I'm a little bit naive on the you know, and where we live, it you get some bad weather in winter, but you can always ride. How, how, do you, how do you get through that? Five hours on the, on the trainer? I did have people come at various times, in particular for the last two hours, because really? in the last two hours, it's tough. So do you, set, like, yeah. do you set, like, targets for heart rate, and, you know, do you have a plan going into it? Well, I've been using, for both of those rides, I was on a compu trainer, so I was uh, able to ride various courses, yep. so it keeps it a little more interesting. And it does work? You find it works? Yeah, it's a great workout. Really? Yeah, and certainly there's no coasting down any hill, so really? that five hours, I think, counts for, like, seven. Well, well, well. Yeah. Well, it's good to know because yeah, it's kind of it's just the world I live in. So yeah, uh, I have so much respect for people who can sit on a bike for that long on a wind <laughs> trainer at least. Hey, well, thanks for your time. Good luck for the rest of the camp. You are really in contention for the yellow jersey. Are you motivated by that? Well, I have to say, after day one, being tied with my coach Scott yeah. Molina for the yellow jersey and having to resort to the KOM, he's points. gone right to sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even going to smile now. He's out. <laughs> uh, was definitely a surprise. Yeah. And uh, so we'll see. I'm I'm just here to complete all the workouts, and we'll see what, you what happens. That, you get that gold fever, I tell you, mate. People get that gold fever on this camp. <laughs> I'm pretty determined. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, thanks for your time, and good luck for the rest of the camp. Yeah, see you. Then. And the rest of you. Okay, bye. See ya. So next to me, I have a man called Paul Westwood. Is it Westwood? Westwood, yes. Well, I did pretty well. Uh, from Rota Vegas. So he's actually from, originally from England and yep. uh, in Rota Vegas. And yep. is the president of the Triathlon Club. And what's the name of the club? Uh, the Rotary <laughs> Triathlon Club or Rats. And they're, they're actually going to be a little bit disappointed in me because Kat uh, sent me an email saying, can you make sure you film <laughs> Paul doing his fly today? And, and I, I had to leave. So I got leave up to Chris McAteer, but he couldn't work out my camera. So we didn't get it. But tell me, but tell me about your. I'm, aim, very, mate. I'm very thankful. <laughs> <laughs> the folks back home, though, will be missing that. Tell me about your aim. My aim. Uh, actually, oh, actually before we start, I'll give some feedback. On the Epic Camp, we have this Yahoo groups kind of forum thing, and and throughout, you know, leading up to the camp, everyone goes and goes on gives a bit of shit, and and you really didn't want to do the aim, did you? I've never done uh, breaststroke or butterfly at all. Like when never, I first, ever, ever. No, no, never. When I first got into tries, I thought, oh yeah, I'll learn freestyle. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one straight and then that you know why, why learn anything else so. yeah 
couldn't do them, so I didn't bother learning. And so then, coming into the camp, you knew you had to do it. Did you practice it? No. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, Gordon says, oh, I don't bother practicing it. I, did, I tried three strokes of butterfly and then got tired and thought, no, I'm not doing that. And my breaststroke was just shocking all over the place. I thought, oh. So you get in the water, you, 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 you have to admit I saw you, and you know, I didn't get to see you swim, but you did look like a bit of a broken man on the sidelines, and you made it worse because you waited to be like the last No, well, I was waiting for my call-up, you know, I was waiting for call-up time, but yeah, you had to sign in, so. Yeah, yeah. But there you go, and uh, yeah, I figured, basically I was just submerged the whole way because I couldn't get my hands <laughs> out of the water. One would come up, but the other one didn't come yeah. up, so uh, <laughs> it was one arm... F- one arm fly. One arm fly. <laughs> it was like a rowboat fly. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. rowing. <laughs> Backstroke was cool because you could just lie, lie there and, yeah, move. and you could breathe. And that was all right. <laughs> and then my breaststroke, I just, because I sort of remember like Aquamarina. She's like underwater. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just under the water, just doing this, um, yeah, underwater kind of So, so you're, pre- you're, you're, you're first year as a pro? Or was it uh, pro? Yeah, last year. Last year as a pro? Yeah. Uh, why you uh, I've always kind of looked onto the sidelines thinking oh that looks good but it just looks totally hardcore and I mm. didn't think I'd be able to do it yeah. but then like you know spoke to Gordones and uh, John and they said oh no you'll be sweet and yeah. I thought I could step up to the mark yeah. and, uh, what, do you yeah. find, what are you thinking of it so far? oh wicked yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, why? Uh, the support like the support crew they, yeah. they make it they yeah. make it big just having that food there all the time mm. and Nice places, nice nice bunch of guys. Like everyone's yep. awesome, and uh, and just the challenge, and uh, and just battling with you up those hills. It was, <laughs> <just, laughs> was rocking, man. <laughs> but was actually the strongest rider on the course. <laughs> no, 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 on no. the camp. No, he definitely is. But the thing <laughs> no. is, like, I got him in the hills. So basically, like today we're chasing Gordo. I sat on his ass the whole time until I thought we wouldn't catch Gordo, and I said, "Oh, we should just one minute laps." And then then we get to the hill, and I managed to pop him. But <laughs> you're not making it easy for well, this one. Well, yeah. Well, I thought, I'm not going to give him a fight. He, he might break. He might break. <laughs> At one point, we were coming up this like. Towards the climb, we just came to this sharp bit. I thought, I'm going to put it in my 55 and the, and the 21, 21 on the back, and I'm just going to cane past him, and then he'll just be totally out psyched out by it. And if we, oh, I'm going to give up. But he didn't, you just got on the wheel again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, how are you finding You know, the, the big days, you know, yeah, yeah, we've done yeah. nine hours. Yeah, all right, actually. Yeah, yeah you, feel like you go through bad patches and uh, you get out of it. And uh, yep. I couldn't, like, today when uh, Brendan. Yep. Took off. Yeah. Took off at the flat side. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. So I chose a better part of Valor there and just cruised in with John Newsom there. And, uh, <laughs> I just have to say, but they just started snoring. <laughs> but it's sensational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that on the show. Anyway, you're doing New Zealand. It's four weeks yeah, away. Yeah. This is this is quite close to the race. What's your strategy coming out of the camp? Well, cunningly enough, I chatted to Gordo today and yeah. he said just active recovery for the first week. Yep. Next week. Yeah, step it up a bit with like a big weekend after that and then yep. just taper from there. So uh-huh. he said just take it, don't do any hard stuff really or prolong hard stuff and just yep. take it easy. But uh, What's the, what's the goal for Tapo? Uh, just go faster than last time. Okay. That's my first goal. PB. Can't, yeah, yep. can't expect anything And your PB is? 9.17. Nice. So, soon to John's day, he says, I want to see an 8 in that. Oh, in really? that time yep. so I don't know if he's thinking 908 or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no just to go fast yeah the under nines are the ultimate goal kind of thing but no I'm just going to just wind it up ok so in a race happens. what's your strength what's your weakness where, where you're at I mean definitely the swim's always my weakness but if I'm going to just if I can go a bit faster maybe 57, 56 in the yep. swim get a good draft Yeah. and then just um, bridge up to the faster guys 
Um, like last year, it worked pretty good. I managed to bridge up to you guys, and then just kind of like yeah. sit in that pace line, yeah. and then just yeah. cruise the first five or so k of the run, and just pick it up from there. And nice. Um, hey, what do you think about the rest of the camp going? We're going to have a big day tomorrow. Yeah, two hundred k ride. We're yeah, Equathon. You still got to do your swim. You run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah that ride. Uh, one hundred ninety k. I think it's going to be two hundred. Two hundred. Mm. But apparently flattish. No. Isn't it? No. Someone said it's flat. I know you've got Linda's it's, pass. You've got Linda's, but it's quite rolling in the second yeah, half. Yeah. yeah. It, it depends. I'm going to sit at the back of the John's bunch. If John's here flat, don't believe him. Yeah. I'm going to sit in the back of the bunch. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to attack you again on Linda's pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's breaking my heart because I don't want to get caught up in this crap. But, but you know what I'm finding is that yeah. today, like, we, we rode strong. You know, yeah, we definitely yeah, we pushed yeah, it. And yeah. um, I'm kind of, I'm, I think I'm enjoying the camp so much more. Mm-hmm. Because we could have just sat back and took an yeah, easy, and you know, yeah, like a, yeah. you know, I know I just yeah. don't really enjoy the aspect of it. Well, that long like 160k or whatever it did, it was all right cruising in the back yeah. and chatting, and that was all good. But I was just getting, you know, you get yeah. bored of it, you know, think, you? Oh, yeah. especially when you hit the hills, and you can just. And then when you fire up, hey, like yeah. going up yeah. those hills, if you were net motivated, would have been a lot well, harder. That's it. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking. Yeah. So that kind of that just that uh, having a go at each other was good. So what's the rest of your season? You know, do you race many times throughout the year, or do you kind of just? Oh uh, no, well races? I do like. Um, you know, short course Olympics and stuff yep. like that. Just, you know, just because I like doing triathlons and yep. like racing and just yep. getting out there and doing. And it. how many Ironman do you generally do a year? Uh, just one or two. Like I'd like to do one in Europe this year. Yep. But I'll see how it goes after Ironman. So you're president of a club. You yep. know, can you tell me a bit about that role? You know, because we've got a lot of listeners now. Yeah. Clubs. What's that role like? Uh, it's pretty busy. I mean, um, like you don't see emails basically every day um, yeah. like just people asking about what's going on in the club and all yeah. that kind of stuff sorting out the um, kind of business kind of side and, yeah. and stuff like that which is a bit I don't like but um, yeah I just see myself in the club as just getting people out there just getting people involved like I organised um, a mini epic camp for the club yeah. uh, Iron Tour down uh, over oh, Christmas yeah because yeah, we've got some information yeah we yeah. cycled based from Rotorua to um, top of the Bruce Road um, yep. at Tongarua Park mm. which is wicked like people can try that kind of like epic camp sort of thing yeah, but without yeah. like it's like three days yeah yep. so that's good for the members and it's just good seeing members together and then members can support each other at, cl- at races and yeah. all that kind of stuff one thing I noticed about the rats is that there does seem to be a really nice culture within your yeah, group of people yeah, so yeah. why is that um, I think people in Rotorua um you know, people go to Rotorua into outdoor sports and yep. in, into the like sport of triathlon and that. So, um, and it's quite a small little community, so everyone knows each other and your friends just around the corner. So everyone gets together and meets up in the forest and, yep. and, and yeah, just a good bunch and just do like to get out and train and you know. So and and quite active either racing or spectating, you know, training. Do you do much event organisation yourself, or do you have someone with? No, I oh, totally. You stay away from that. But you've got stay away from that. Totally, but yeah, we've got quite a few people. I organise them. Um, uh, like the weekly aquathon sort of thing. That's yep. about the biggest sort of stuff I do. Is it a struggle so, for a club to get funding and stuff? Um, uh, we don't do too bad. Yeah, yep. we managed to get it like for, to put in on events and stuff like yep. that. The um, Great. like as a community sort of thing. Like the the people who provide the money are pretty keen to provide yep. it for that. So yep. so that's good. Oh, yep. That's really good. Well, uh, good luck for the rest of the camp, mate. Yep. It's actually a bit of a pity this year because it's not really cycle based so much as more events based. Because I think you've, uh, you would have okay. heard a shot at gold if, if it was last year's race. But um, yeah, that's swimming, man. Too many points to swim. Swimming yeah, stuff. yeah. I mean, no, what's it's, yeah? That? It's because they can all swim. Gordo Scott and uh, well, obviously, yeah, yeah, we ought to do something to sabotage biased. that. Yeah, it's Definitely, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> whack out their legs, <laughs> pop your shoulders. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all good times. Oh, well, thanks for your time, mate. Good luck for the rest of the camp. Okay, oh, good are you looking luck forward for you. to the rest of it? Oh yeah, wicked. Yeah. Looking forward to the. Tomorrow. Yeah, are you good at this stuff? 
swim, uh, you know, yeah. but run might be all right. Yeah. And then 10K run might... But I don't know. You don't know how the legs are going to go, do you? But I'm looking forward to do some running, like... Yeah, like some intense running, eh? Because yeah. you kind of just yeah. plod, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Did yeah. you run after the bike today? Yeah. How was that? that? Was, uh, just... Yeah. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> Tried it out. <laughs> I didn't walk anywhere, obviously, on this The problem is when you go 50 minute time, you kind of look oh, at... Oh, that's it, yeah. You look at the clock yeah. like a million times in 50 minutes. <laughs> that's it, I was just like, yeah. Just oh, it's only two oh, minutes. I'll run around this lamppost another time and just run around in circles. <laughs> Counting off the seconds, but no, it's all good fun, and uh, no, I'm looking forward. Well, I'm sure the rats will be glad to hear from you. Good luck for the rest of the camp, mate. You keep pushing me up those hills, you yes. and, uh, I won't uh, give in. Yeah, no, that's, what, yeah, that's all. I'm, you're breaking my heart, I tell you. I'm going to make my road bike next time. No, 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 I'll be, then it'll be mano and mano. Then it'll be even stupid. Yeah, because got, he's got he's got Woody Savello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got he's all time trolled up, and so he's got to sit on his bike going uphill. So that's it's all good. You actually, you're a big guy. Well, you know, you're quite tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're strong up a hill. Um, Obviously, got like bigger upper body than you, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bevan. It's because no, I'm a skinny more one. More muscle, you know. Feel in the love. Right, mate. Thanks for your time, man. Cool. Thank you. Right, guys. So that's pretty much the show for today. Um, we'll get another one out to you tomorrow. So, uh, what is it? Um, I'm Russ. I'm Mindo. Train smart. Train hard. Train smart. Kia <laughs> kaha.